It's Tuesday, November 29, 2016. This is a fight not only against this pipeline, but this is a fight for justice and, and for uh, self-determination as indigenous people. U.S. Army Corps of Engineers issues eviction notice to Dakota Access Pipeline protest camp. Five people injured tonight, four of them transported here to the burn unit where they're said to be in critical condition. U.S. Chemical Safety Board investigating third oil refinery fire in two days. Extreme water shortages caused by drought trigger state of emergency in Bolivia. Developing nations vow to switch to 100% renewable energy. Plus, federal judge rules a stable climate is a constitutional right. All of those rulings and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. No one has a right to make decisions that affect billions of people based on solely ideology or without proper input. Oh, hello, Secretary of State John Kerry. Please meet President Donald Trump. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, while the rest of the nation and the nation's media have been consumed with the election and the fallout, the indigenous peoples of the Standing Rock Sioux tribe up in North Dakota have been staring down water cannons in freezing cold temperatures. And now, uh, much worse. Yes, it's true. Up in North Dakota, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has issued an eviction notice to the protest camp against the Dakota Access Pipeline near the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation, announcing it will close public access to areas it controls near the project by December 5th, which several have noted is General Custer's birthday. Mm. The Army Corps said it supports the right to free speech, but seeks to protect the general public from the harsh North Dakota winter and, quote, from the violent confrontations between protesters and law enforcement officials. But they're not forcing the company to leave the lands. They're forcing the people who live there to leave the lands. That's right. In an interview with Al Jazeera, indigenous activist Dallas Goldtooth vowed they will stay. There's a large number of folks that are dedicated to standing their ground. I mean, we have moral rights on our side. We have treaty rights on our side. Um, and this is a fight not only against this pipeline, but this is a fight for justice and and for uh, self-determination as indigenous people. Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Chairman David Archambault responded to the Corps' notice, saying, quote, the best way to protect people during the winter and reduce the risk of conflict between water protectors and militarized police is to deny the easement for the Oahe crossing and deny it now. Any word on the protester who may have lost her arm after being uh, hit with a concussion grenade reportedly by uh, police up there. She is in stable condition and facing multiple surgeries in hopes of saving her arm. So it may be saved. Yes. Well, there's some good news. In Louisiana. Four people in the burn unit tonight after a fire at the ExxonMobil refinery in Baton Rouge, still under investigation. The U.S. Chemical Safety Board is now investigating an ExxonMobil refinery fire last week that severely burned four refinery workers in Baton Rouge. The incident was the third refinery fire in two days along the Gulf Coast. In a statement on Twitter, CSB Chairman Vanessa Sutherland said, quote, the CSB has investigated too many incidents at refineries across the country, noting that 12,000 schools in the U.S. are within a mile of a hazardous chemical facility. 
In South America, the nation of Bolivia has declared a state of emergency due to severe drought, which has caused water shortages across much of the country amid the worst drought in 25 years that has shrunk the mountain glaciers that feed its three primary reservoirs, which have nearly run dry. In Australia, researchers have mapped the unprecedented extent of coral reef die-off along the Great Barrier Reef. They found an average of 67 percent of the corals have died along a 400-mile stretch of the northern part of the reef, caused by an extended stretch of high ocean temperatures. But a small bit of good news, the researchers say along the central and southern portions of the reef, the loss of corals was much, much less severe. On the last day of the United Nations Climate Conference in Morocco last week, representatives from 47 of the world's most disadvantaged nations pledged to shift to 100% renewable energy by 2050 to generate all of their future energy needs. Members of the Climate Vulnerable Forum, which includes Bangladesh, Ethiopia, and Haiti, pledged to fully green their economies between 2030 and 2050. Finally, in Oregon, a federal judge has ruled that a stable climate is a fundamental constitutional right. U.S. District Court Judge Ann Aiken last week ruled that a lawsuit brought by 21 children and young adults can go forward against the federal government for failing to act on climate change. In her groundbreaking decision, Judge Aiken wrote that not only do the kids have standing to sue the federal government for inaction, but also preliminarily found that a safe climate is a right backed by the Constitution. Great news until the case makes its way to the Donald Trump Supreme Court. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh